Good, good morning, afternoon, or evening. What a truly beautiful day it is. Wherever you are, welcome, welcome, welcome. I am your humbled host, Tony Serrano, and this is the PhD in me. Welcome back. This is the PhD in Me podcast. So with every episode, you will grow closer to who you are and learn to navigate life confidently. So class is in session, except you're not the student and I'm not the teacher. You already know all the answers that you need for your life. And I'm simply a guide to ask questions that I've asked myself to share insights of my own personal journey to my highest self. And today I'm talking about growing pains. Yes, growing pains, because no matter what you do in life, whether you're trying to grow physically stronger or maybe with a partner or pursuing your passion and your career in life, there's going to be growing pains. Just us growing up as humans physically, there's always growing pains. So at every step of the process, there will be pain. And today I'm gonna talk about that. So let's just jump in. (laughs) There's no really big lesson here today other than I am just sharing my raw, authentic, vulnerable self. This journey is not so easy. I There's definitely lots of help out there. As you can see behind me, there's lots of books that you can read to help with personal development that can help with healing. But ultimately, when you actually say, okay, I'm going to commit to this process, you learn so much about yourself. And that's why I call myself the humbled human because I am humble. I am humble because I'm not perfect. I'm humble because I'm honest and I'm humble because I'm impatient. I know that I have traits and qualities that they're not good or bad. They just, if I stick with my impatience and I let that define me, I'm going to get results in my life that I don't want. I want results where I can be at peace and peace and patience don't necessarily go together. Again, there's nothing wrong with your emotions. There's just a habit or behavior that is causing an unwanted result in your life. So it's normal and it's okay. Today, I wanted to share that just this past week, I was angry. I was angry. Yes, it's true. I may seem calm and strong and really chill, but I still get angry. And what I was angry at is the idea or the mentality of our culture. And it's not someone's particular fault, but it just angered me. So without trying to sugarcoat or say this in a polite way, this is the most raw, authentic conversation we're going to have because it's something that is present with me right now of this year, of 2022. This is their deep conversation of 2022. So I'm just going to read a little bit of my notes 
and we'll go from there. It'll be very casual, so just keep an open ear and let's go. So yeah, growing pains. Growing pains, I'm going to give you an example. So growing pains can be um, when your body is growing, obviously, your muscles and your bones are changing, so you can physically have knee pain or leg pain when you're getting taller. Now, when you're getting emotionally growing, this could be in a relationship. You're learning about yourself. You may be cool hanging out with yourself and you may be in the honeymoon stage with your first relationship. The honeymoon phase is everything is fine. Everything is beautiful, actually. Everything is so fun. It's so passionate. It's fiery. There's nothing wrong in the relationship because you're just in love and you're just uh, maybe just a little bit blind and naive and that's okay. But that lasts, that honeymoon phase lasts about, I'd say the first three, three years. It could be shorter. Sometimes it's only six months and then you get to know the person and you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, commit to all of it because you start to see and start to reveal because in every relationship, whether it's a friendship or even with your boss, everyone's going to put on their best show, uh, their best persona. And you're not going to see their flaws until the going gets tough. That's when you see what someone's made of. That's when you see what you're made of. When the going gets tough in life. Not when things are going great, but when things are going bad. How do you act? How do you react? How do you respond? Do you have healthy coping mechanisms? Do you try to drag someone down with you? Do you just forget everybody else and save yourself. So all of those things in the time and place, they can be used. Everything in life can be beneficial at some point. But life is all about moderation, not just one-sided. Life is about balance. And with IOMI Life, I always talk about balance. And balance is seeing where both sides can benefit you, but finding moderation and using them in different times, different place, and different scenarios. So with that growing pains, you are going to get growing pains at any every step of your life. When you're in a relationship, if you really want to make that relationship work, if there's chemistry, if it's worth it, if there's value that the other person brings, and if they are open to honor you, to honor who you are, to not make you do things that can jeopardize your health or jeopardize your safety or the safety of others, jeopardize um, just your well-being in general. If there are a good, healthy person for to have in your life that you want to share life with and spend time with, then you're going to have to recognize the person that they are and learn how to love them and learn how to communicate, to really communicate and say when your needs aren't being met or communicate when you see them struggling. You see them struggling and you wanna help so much, but you don't know how, and maybe they get angry or lash out at you. So you're gonna get these growing pains throughout life no matter what, as a parent. You're gonna to have to swallow your pride and your ego and you're gonna to have to realize that your behaviors, your unconscious, subconscious behaviors are being passed down to your child. And when they act out in a certain way, well, who's the primary caregiver? So you have those growing pains and the beauty of today, even though I was angry, and it's okay, first of all, to be angry. 
I was actually so angry that Angel, my partner, mentioned that I was shaking. That I was shaking. And part of that comes from a childhood of not being heard or not being seen. Not feeling loved and not feeling enough. Like I was good enough and that I had to do more things. So the anger before we go through growing pains is that... I would love for everyone to know their emotions, to know who they are as a person, to know their purpose and their reason for this life. Life can be meaningful or it could be meaningless, but choose one and commit to it and decide and remember that you have that choice. I would love everyone to know that. I would love everyone to know that even if your current environment isn't so good, that you have the power to change your environment. Now, when I was a kid, I couldn't run away. Not that I couldn't run away, but there was all these stories that scared me and I saved up money and sometimes I got really close to running away, but for the most part, I had to stay where I was. And then I knew at 18, I was like, look, I'm not going to jeopardize my future for this present moment. So I looked to the future and said, once I get out to college, I'm gone. I'm like, I get to create my own environment. So I would love for everyone to know that unless you're 18 and under, 18 and above, you have that power to create the life that you want. You have that power to create the life that you need. You need, it's something that you need. Something I say a need is something you really want. We say we want, you know, X, Y, Z, to help us. And I'm going to talk a little bit about indulgence today. We say we want XYZ to help us, but really it's to soothe us. To soothe us for what we really want. What we really want is something we need. It's something that once we get it, we don't need these soothing distractions. Once we get what we really want, once we get like the body that we want, the, the finances that we want, the partnership that we want, the service and the purpose, once we get that fulfilled life, we don't need these soothing distractions anymore, right? So finding, I would love for everyone to find what they, they really want in life. And that's a need. And when you can get your needs and your wants to align, it's the recipe for a very fulfilling, very peaceful, very graceful, very blessed life. Because you can know what you want and then you can take the actions to do it. So all this to say, I am so motivated. I am so inspired. It's But it's deeper in that. It's like a passion. It's a purpose. I just say that it's a calling. My calling, my calling is to spread this knowledge, is to share my stories and to make this as accessible, as accessible to everyone, regardless of where you are, regardless of your financial backing. You are worth this knowledge. This knowledge should be accessible to everybody. Everybody should know how to do this. And if they're going through something, at least they know what to do when they're ready. At least they know that there is another way. At least they know there's an option. And then once you realize, okay, I'm tired. I'm, I've hit my threshold of disgust. Enough is enough. I am tired of that lifestyle. I am ready to live the life that I deserve. And then to know what to do. 
That's what I am so passionate about. That is what my calling is. I just have to leave all the tools on the table, all the tools that I could know that you can live the life that you were intended to live. And we just have to remember, remember like, why are we here? Remember our inner child. And so I get angry because there's so much trauma that happens between each other and between relationships. And I'm tired of seeing everyone that's innocent take the casualty. I'm, I'm tired of seeing the casualty of comfort. So let me explain. The casualty of comfort is I support and I love that everyone is growing, that mental health is becoming something that's not stigmatized. It's easier to talk about. I see it on social media. There's beautiful terms that I'm hearing now um, that'll give you a list that I'm, I'm really happy that this is entering our vernacular, like our vocabulary, the daily words that we use. I'm so happy for it. But in the same token, there's so much access to actually change your life and there's so many people that don't and don't seek help. Like, I guess the part that makes me angry is that, yes, I respect everyone and the journey that they're in, but then the part of me is like, hey, whoa, 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 you have the, the tools and you are influencing someone. And the casualty of comfort is that because you're not taking the tools, because you're too comfortable to heal or to grow or to be your highest self or to recognize your impatience and grow from it, that the people around you are going to suffer. The people around you are going to maybe get a distorted view of reality. And if it's a kid, there's trauma there because that, it, that distorted view of reality, now what they see reality as. And you have to step in. And so I get angry because, again, there's access out there. And, and I'm tired of seeing the good people be harmed. I, I can't tell you how many people I meet they have so much love and so much beauty within them, but I look into their eyes and they have just been hurt by so many people. They are the people who see the good in all things, that they just naturally have a good attitude, that even though stuff happens to them in life, that they don't give up and they continue to carry a playful way of life about them. And I respect that and I see them and, and I can't tell you how many people I meet like that. But I see the pain and I see the suffering. And maybe, let's say for example, they're a member in their family and yet they're holding that light for the whole family and the whole family is just, you know, mistreating them. And then they have to go away from the family and then they're alone. And then maybe they don't believe that their community or they don't have that stable environment to support them they don't have anything else other than the family or you can take that to the, the friendships that they did maybe they didn't even have a family and they're friends and now they have to step out of that to to preserve themselves and they don't want to give up so i see that hurt i see that pain daily and i get angry because Sometimes I just wish it was faster. I wish the casualty of comfort wasn't there. If you need to go heal, you go heal and you just don't 
lash out at anybody else. You just don't take it out on anybody else. And the part that's difficult for me is that if you're treating yourself horrible, how can you even think of someone else? Like you can't even think of yourself. And that's what has to bring me to terms. So I wrestle with this idea. I hope you feel that that I, my intention is not bad with my anger, but my intention is for love and light. And I, I just wrestle with that idea, like giving people space to be them, be themselves. And you can be yourself and, you know, go through your journey as slow as you need to. But I'm just saying, just can we stop hurting other people, you know? Can we stop putting all the light down, you know, being offended and threatened by, by it? So I'm sharing like exactly my thoughts. And so it brings me to my knees. My calling brings me to my knees because eventually for me to really die peacefully, I want to know that everyone's going to be taken care of. I want to know that the next generation that, that comes after us is going to know what to do. Because right now, I think so many people are lost. So many people are lost. And the fact, the idea to know how to think your way out, to really let go of your ego and see the truth, see the real, the love, like true unconditional love, and to let that be the guide. I just want to, I just feel like if I'm going to retire one day, and, you know, after writing books and teaching master classes and speaking, I just want to know that this next generation is going to learn their lessons and learn from our mistakes. Learn from our mistakes so that we can continue this growth and this evolution in consciousness. That we can continue to love one another and that it's not going to be, all our emotions aren't going to be muffled or silenced, that this can be conversations that we continue to have and continue to grow and continue to move forward. So, you know, with my calling, the light won't let me quit. Anytime that I get discouraged, um, have doubt, worry, or fear, the light won't let me quit until that job is done. So what I have to realize after that, and I let myself sit with that, by the way. It does get consuming, I will admit, to let yourself be angry for a few, for a while, and then you process it and really f figure out why you're so angry. And then you can come to a calm state and really go through your emotions. So I know that in order to get me to a place where I can continue to serve, I have to enjoy the process. I have to enjoy the process because the beauty is in the struggle and one day I complete the task or die trying and I look back in peace and stillness. So a song I love is called Love Yours by J. Cole and the beauty is in the struggle. So this is the idea of I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And I'm still not good enough. And I have to, like, that's where the anger was. It's like, oh, I want to help, but I can't. There's a limit to my help right now. 
where I want to be and what I'm offering right now, they're not here, right? That's the whole point of a goal is you want to get to somewhere that you're not right now. But I'm here like like mentally and emotionally and spiritually I'm here. I just have to like ground all my ideas. I have to ground them down and I have to connect it to to this frequency of earth because you can think everything you want but unless you put it into action, unless you can see it, unless you can make the unseen scene, you're going to have a more challenging time. And really, the hurdle is there is because we don't believe, we don't trust in society. We have to see it to believe it. If we could just feel it, if we could just close our eyes and feel the authenticity and the genuinity of people and trust them and fully trust them, then all this trying to convince people that they're the answer that they need, it would be easier. But there's so much trust issues out there and there's just so much trauma. So like, I understand why, but it's hard for me to want to do so much about it and be restrained in the time. So I'm putting out content every week, but it takes time to really sink in and sit with it. And so if you do anything with this podcast, it's just to sit and just to think and to feel and to be. Just that alone, that's really what you need. I've been really thinking lately that once you surrender your ego and once you deal with your cross to bear in life, then you are liberated, then you are free. No ego means you can't be embarrassed or humiliated, that you own your stuff, that you take accountability and responsibility for your life. And you have gratitude and you have grace. When you deal with your cross to bear, it's something, something happened to you. Something big happened to you in your life. And you can let it bury you. You can let it define you. Or you can learn whatever lesson is in the cross to bear and then grow from it and let that serve as your purpose in life or just a way to see the beauty in all things. That it's not about what happened to us, it's that what do we do in spite of it. When you can do that, you're just fully liberated because again, you have no ego, so you welcome everything. There's no trauma because you are conscious, you are aware of your surroundings, you have a deep trust, and you know you're gonna put yourself in situations that are gonna honor your highest self, that are going to be just for your highest good and the good for the people that you love. 
and you love without conditions and you love openly and you love everyone and you love everything. So, so if I were to have all of that in one day, I laugh at myself because the, the process, I guess the enjoyment is the struggle to get to where I can fulfill those needs. I can fulfill those dreams and those goals. Part of me thinks, why should I struggle? <laughs> and I think that's my ego. To be pain, to be in pain, to always be shooting for something. There's a lot of times where I just want to be at peace all the time, all the time. And I've healed lots of my trauma. So now, what is life that's not filmed on a camera? What is life that's not shared on a phone? What is there to life? And when I go do those things, that's what retirement is to me, is to do those all the time and to not let anyone know about it other than the people that are closest to me in my relationships, with our son, with our family, you know, friendships. Like, those are the people who need to know anything about me. But I just know that there's so many people that are struggling. There's so many people that have trauma, unhealed trauma, unresolved um, challenges in their life. And it's really like our habits, our behaviors are creating an unwanted result. It's not something like our, us as ourselves, individually. There's nothing wrong with us. There's nothing bad about us. We love. We are curious. We wonder. We're open. We're excited. We wake up every day with just a, a fresh outlook on life. We're not jaded. But then our habits that maybe we inherit from our family or from society or just you know, enculturation and conditioning. Whatever that was around, if it doesn't serve our highest good, who we are authentically, genuinely, then that's how we get so far off base and our needs aren't met. And what we really, really want in life, it doesn't satisfy us because we go for what we want, what we think we want, what others want, what others have programmed into our brain to want. And that's not going to be satisfying it's not going to be fulfilling i think the like real real fulfillment is where i can just turn this camera off and i can just go play with our son and go play with our dogs and go be out in nature and enjoying the moment for what it is so part of me doesn't want to struggle in this process So I guess I'm angry too that that I can't do both right now or that I don't know how to do both and I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn how to clock out from such a, a deep calling to help others and to ex experience the present moment of life. 
as the humble human, I just have to laugh, laugh at myself and know that I'm in it for the long haul, that this is a life I want. This is, this is where I feel, I feel alive. Even if I get angry because our emotions are part of us our emotions are what makes us human. And not being good at something is okay. It's okay not to be good at something. It's okay for me to want to just enjoy life and let go of my calling. But then I can go maybe a few days, but then pull. the calling is just pulling me. The light is pulling me. And my calling brings me to my knees because I know I need to be here. I know I need to do this. And I want to enjoy this process of doing it. Because the idea of like everyone's safe and it's all going to work out and you can have this positive outlook on life, but that's why we still have trauma. If that, if that mindset, if that mentality worked, then we should all be peaceful. We should not be hurting each other. We should not be harming ourselves. So it's not something I can just trust anymore. I have to like make it happen. And the martyr mentality, a martyr is, well, no one else is gonna do it, so I have to do it. And part of me is sad. I'm sad. Thanks for listening. I think this is something a lot of people skip. A lot of people skip this part because maybe it's the quote-unquote ugly side. Because if you see this, maybe you won't want to create the life that you're worthy of. Maybe it's just better living where you are. And I like to think of the analogy of building a house. You can go be and live in a house that someone else has made, but you're, you have to be at that location that it's made at. If you ever build your own house, you get to choose where you want that house. You get to choose the layout, the style. You get all these options to choose from. And when you're done, that's your house. So you're going to have that labor, that growing pain, 
regardless in life. So let it be the life that you create. Let it be the life that you want, that you decided, that you chose. Instead of creating a life for someone else. And I know it's hard to leave that life because we've been conditioned to take that life. But that life is not quality. That life is not real. That life doesn't serve your highest good. And I don't think people show this part of being sad about it. But you can grieve. You're allowed to grieve. And I'm grieving because we've been conditioned to take shit. And the, the mother in me, the feminine energy in me is like so angry that we would take shit, that we would accept lower than what we're worth than what we deserve. And then what you really see is after the people who get out of living like shit, and they actually live the life they want. What you see is what they had to tell themselves to, to get out. And you see the end result of that, but not the steps leading up. Where enough is enough. You hit that threshold of disgust and you're like, yeah, well, I'm not going to just sit and watch anymore. As the mother in me, as the feminine energy in me, I'm not going to sit and watch the generations continue to hurt each other, to continue to hurt themselves, and to not know that their emotions are okay, that they're optional, that you can choose to respond versus reacting, that there is a difference, that your emotions aren't say-all, be-all, that you have your highest self, that there is something deeper, more profound within you that is pure, unconditional love and light. That there is no ego. There is no emotions. It's just, this is life. The seasons change. The trees die. And then they grow again. It is the part of life. And it's not to downplay or invalidate. But if you want life to be different, you just take the steps to make it different. And we don't have to complicate things. And we definitely don't have to hurt other people or put other people down or be negative or crush them or break them. No, we got to break them. So I choose this chaos that I created. I'm going to choose to love the process and enjoy the process and laugh at myself when I get deep like this because I love people so much and I and I love humans same thing but you know I just won't stand for this anymore like I'm not going to be a part of this I'm going to do something about it I'm not going to see this trauma continue and then I'm going to learn to just 
enjoy life, enjoy my life. I've worked through my trauma. I've worked through lots of my habits and behaviors and I'm creating the life that I that I want. So part of me, just go enjoy that life. Go enjoy that life and be present and be in the present moment. And so come and do your work. Come and do the work that is called to you. That is your purpose. And then go enjoy the life that you created. So what's on the agenda tomorrow? They ask me a lot. They say, oh, what are you doing today or tomorrow? I say, now I say chaos, disorder, disruption. And the reason for chaos, disorder, and disruption is for peace, is for function, is for flow. That's where I want. I, I believe in my heart that that's where we need to be, where we really need to be. That's where we need to be. And so, again, I was just angry and frustrated with watching the casualties of comfort, the givers in the world, the lovers, the innocent that are killed by unhealed trauma, that it's not right and I won't stand by it another moment. You come here, you take me face on, I will heal you and then you will carry on your life. So the part that's frustrated also is that it's not enough and part of me feels like, oh, let it be enough. And the other is like, we could do better. So what I mean by that is I've come so far in my family. Just to have physical health is a milestone in my family. My generations have diabetes, heart attacks, strokes, high blood pressure, anxiety, depression, alcoholism, addiction, overweight, obesity, heart failure. There's all of these physical conditions that are within my family that could that just not be enough for me to be healthy, for me to know that my body is honored and respected and that if I need to go run outside, I just go run outside, that that what the physical movement does for me is for my mental and my emotional, my spiritual part. Is it not enough to just have health in my life, to be healthy? And I keep going with that. I keep running with that because then it's like, okay, financial freedom or financial literacy, that has not been in my family. Both sides have a more distorted view of money and that money is evil, and these, these ideas. But financial literacy is just having a plan so that you are provided with the basic necessities. Food in your mouth, roof over your head, and maybe clothes on your body, even though, <laughs> to be honest, in our household, that doesn't really apply. But, you know, could that not just be enough? that what we're doing now, we will be able to retire very young and be able to spend time with our family and to raise our own children. Could that just not be enough? And I go and I go and I say, oh, but it could be better. And support and, and living the life and honoring the call, my purpose, what I am just 
my innate capacities and capabilities and maybe the reason why I took this incarnation. I feel also that I have enjoyed so many other lives where it was the carefree life. But the carefree life is not helping the trauma that is, that is present on this earth right now where we're hurting each other and harming others and harming ourselves. So I maybe took this incarnation that, that I'm not going to live a carefree life. I'm gonna live an intentional life. I'm gonna be very intentional. And I'm going to help. I'm going to help. So what I have to do is just invite grace. I have to invite laughter. I have to invite play. Remind myself why I'm here. Why I'm here. So that I avoid burnout. Avoid paralysis. So the reason I'm here is that I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to be right here. This is what I do. I write. I'm a passionate philosopher. Um, mother, you know, emotions and physical and mental and spiritual well-being. This is just, I'm not going to be anywhere else. So that's why I remember, I remember that I have a compelling reason not to get burned out. And, you know, this is where I'll be, trying to heal and bridge the gap between you and me my ego and myself, my wants and my needs, the space between that separates you from me. We are one, we are love, and we are infinite. And I also need to celebrate myself. Celebrate that, yes, I have transcended the trauma, the transgenerational trauma in my family, yes, the cycle ends with me. I have broken the cycle. I have interrupted the pattern. It ends with me. So celebrate that, I tell myself. Tony, celebrate that. Yes, you did work. You did progress. You made improvements. But then that part, that little tiny voice is like, okay, but this is where I'm going to end up the day I die. And this is where I still am. Yes, I have came so much from where I started. Yes, 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 yes. But I still have a good amount to go. So one way to just consolidate and process and move through, not around, you know, not under, like move through the challenges is by celebrating where I've been. It's okay. It's okay to indulge. I think I restrain myself a lot because in yoga there's this idea of surrendering the ego and the ego doesn't want anything but again I'm still human the ego is a part of me and indulgence indulgence so I restrain myself I restrain myself from maybe sweets or sugar I restrain myself from sleep um I restrain myself from cheering for Tony like good job good job because the ego I don't want to indulge the ego like okay because now everything's okay I can be comfortable or my shit don't stink like I want to make sure I'm humbled not make sure that I'm humbled but just to be humble because I feel better when I'm humbled so to indulge I have a little bit of apprehension to actually indulge and to actually enjoy life and so celebrate myself I have to celebrate myself you go you saw me sad but that's just a part of the day, right? That's just a moment in the time. 
and then it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do about it? That's the biggest thing. What am I going to do about it? You can feel it. You can feel it all day long, but what are you going to do about it? Have the pity party, but then at some point the pity party ends and then you take the action that you need to really get to where you want to be. So what I'm going to do, I'll celebrate the up level in production. Oh, we look at that quality. That quality is so good. When I first started the season of the PhDMU podcast, it was just in a closet on the floor with a free microphone um, and connected to my laptop. I was not filming anything. I didn't invest in any like setup. Um, it was just whatever I had, that's what I did. So I'm gonna celebrate that I now have the lighting and I have the microphone and I have the camera and I'm you know, actually filming live, right? Live on a camera, just to get up in camera, you know, and to be doing everything the work that the PhD in me is, everything that the humbled human is, and actually having real people reach out with whatever they're going through in life and be open and scheduling Zoom meetings and really helping them and making an impact, <sighs> big or small. I made a contribution to the vision I have towards my life. Today, I made an impact. Today, I made a difference. And I have to celebrate that. I have to celebrate that. And live in that. And celebrate like, ooh wee, look at you fall. Look at you fail. You're not good enough. Okay, let's be. Let's rise to the occasion. Let's be all I can be. I'm good enough. I got the message. I got the love. I got the light. I'm here to shine it on you so you remember what you're here to do. You let go of all that does not serve you. You shine. You beam. All the gifts you have to offer, you're worth it. You got this. So celebrate progress over perfection. Improvement, inch or foot. Movement in the right direction. This is the right direction. The only direction. The only way is through, not around. Not below, not behind, nowhere to go. The only way is through. Today, I showed up. Today, I contributed towards the vision I have for my life. But I wrestle, and it's true, and I'm honest about it. Wrestle from one perspective can look savage, can look hateful to see wrestling. From another perspective, it could look carefree. It can look playful, like maybe two dogs wrestling, if you've ever seen two dogs play. Or even kids tickling each other, just messing around with each other. They're playing, it's carefree. Wrestle can look like that as a perspective. So I get to choose what my wrestle looks like now, what I wrestle with on a maybe daily basis. 
So to wrap it up, you will experience growing pains no matter what you do in life. So let those pains be for a reason. Let that chaos be to create the life that you want. Every day, even a minute, even a second, even a thought, even a feeling, let that contribute to the vision that you want for your life. Today, I contributed to the vision I want for my life. Let that pain not be in vain. Let it be meaningful for a reason. There's positive pain like you stress and stress. You stress, EU stress is something that helps you to grow and to be better and something that serves your highest good. You're healthier because you put you stress on your body when working out. You're not healthier when you stress on the body image and the result of that and you obsess over what you look like. You stress is so that your cortisol, the stress hormone, goes down when you work out. Stress is when you're insecure and you start to hate yourself because you don't look a certain way and you compare yourself unhealthy to other people. You stress is you're sleeping better, you're in a better mood, your body and your organs are functioning with more blood flow and more oxygen in your body. So with your growing pains, let them be the pains that you choose in your life. Pains that have a purpose and are for a reason. Where you know, this is what I want, this is what I need. This is what honors and serves my highest good. So thank you for your time here today. Today, you grew closer to who you are. And hopefully you can learn to navigate life confidently. So in light and love, namaste. Have yourself a beautiful, bright day.